Wolf Like Me is a six-episode series streaming on Peacock and Australia's Stan. It's a rom-drom supernatural com written, directed, and produced by Abe Forsyth, starring Josh Gad and Isla Fisher as Mary and Gary. We're here to talk about season one. It's January 18th. Welcome to today's episode. Let's not dance around. When did you figure out the big twist, and what was your reaction? It was a couple minutes before the second episode ended. That's when. That's when it's completely obvious what it is because so I sixty minutes into the show, right? Because I was trying to figure out why this show was called Wolf Like Me. I was like, oh, well, the two main characters, Gary and Mary, they're sort of like lone wolf characters. Maybe that's where the connection is coming in, and it's all about their interaction or whatever. But no, it's because Mary, by the end of the second episode, is a literal wolf. Uh-huh. <laughs> like we see she, that she's like throwing live chickens into a separate room. And Does we... she refer to herself as a werewolf throughout the series? No, in fact, I don't think they say the uh, word werewolf. Is it like Walking Dead and zombies? Yeah, they just say wolf. Like, that's it. And they never say werewolf. And they're both widowers. Um, Gary has lost his wife. Right. Was it his disease or what? Yeah, it was, I think, to cancer. Okay, and then he has a daughter, so he's got a single dad Emma And Emma suffers from panic attacks. That plays in the first episode, uh, sixth episode. And then we also have Mary. She lost her husband. We don't know how um, until, like, the third episode comes into play. Uh After the revelation that she's a werewolf, it turns out that she she ate him. (laughs) <laughs> like Literally. in just a fit of rage or well when she's a wolf she can't control it or so we think she can't control it did the husband know at the time that she was a wolf no as well? they, they were in i think paris or, or some other place like on vacation and she said she got bit by what she thought was a dog but yeah. like throughout the day she ended up feeling worse and worse and worse until she turns into a werewolf okay and then she kills her husband right that yeah. night the first day that she becomes a werewolf yeah so she didn't know yeah and then from then on out she's been on the run for the murder of her husband or what well since it's only like one night or of uh the month that she that there's a full moon or is there just no evidence of her husband left well she went to the cops the next day and she was like i don't know where my husband is but because blood was all over her and it was her husband's blood they were like oh you must have been he must have been mauled by like an animal and you must just be in shock that you don't remember it or something like that so So they don't accuse her of murder no which you would think that they would, but no. In the end, she ends up just, like, living her life. And whenever there's a full moon, she, like, freaks out and runs to her home and bolts the door for the full night. You'd think that she'd map it out. Like, she would know beforehand. Well, there are certain things that happen. She just wouldn't go out on that day. Well, there are certain... Well, like, mm, I mean, like, she doesn't want to be a shut-in. But, like, is she... she <laughs> it's one day. She usually does map it out. But, for example, on the first episode, uh, she ends up going on a date with Gary. Um, because after they, like, meet in a car crash or whatever, she goes to Gary's house to just kind of, like, talk it over and get to know him a little more. It looked like a bad car crash based on the trailer. It, yeah, it looked like an action scene almost. Because the car's flipping over and it ends up being that everyone involved is completely fine like emma yeah she's suffering a panic attack after the car crash and so is mary trying to get out of it by dating gary no no no. she she like genuinely felt bad about it and she also gives emma a book that like she read when she was emma's age so she's not an evil werewolf no no not at all but 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 when she's a wolf she can't control it do you see her in her werewolf form by the end of the show at the very last episode that's when they reveal what she looks like and in comparison to other werewolves that you've seen and say she looked like a just plain out wolf she honestly it wasn't like that one did you see the transformation happen though no you didn't oh okay compared to like prisoner of azkaban though 
Oh no 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 not nothing like that. She she looked like just uh just a normal wolf. Where it's a like CGI wolf or a real wolf? It looked like a real wolf. Okay. Like a dog. Like it's not one of those things where the werewolf is able to stand up and like break people's necks. No, it's just like I mean she acts like a normal wolf. What other werewolves have you seen in like media? The first one that comes to mind is Michael Jackson's Thriller. Oh really? <laughs> yeah, and then there's also of course there's the Twilight franchise, which I never saw like any movie of. Twilight, Supernatural, Teen Wolf, Ginger Snaps. Which Teen Wolf? The movie or the? TV I was thinking show? the TV show. Okay, there's also the Michael yeah. J. Fox movies. <laughs> um, and then Into the Shadows. Oh yeah, the movie, right? Like at the very end. No, also the TV show. They face off the werewolves a few times. Yeah, well, the I think the movie one was <laughs> that's that's the one I remember. Yeah. I don't even think they turn in the movie one, do they? Yeah, at the very end, I think there's, like, a fight between the vampires and the werewolves. Okay, which one, which out of all those werewolves would be the worst to face off of in, like, real life? Well, again, I haven't seen anything like Teen Wolf, but I'd say I wouldn't want to face any werewolf. I, You know what? The Thriller one scared me so much as a kid, like, when Michael Jackson ended up, like, tearing off his skin. Probably just that one. Dude, I would just so walk like... down the street away from the dancing people. <laughs> I don't think that that would be the most threatening out of all of them. Well, no, it was it, it, that that because he turns into a zombie later on in that music video, but they're watching a movie about him being a werewolf at the very beginning. So mm-hmm. it's not like you just run away; it's like he would just catch you. I, I never watched that music video too much. Like, speaking, I didn't... but speaking of which, okay, so can I, okay, I want to talk about the final episode of this yeah, really quick. They ditched the comedic premise entirely in the last episode. Is Sauce being a comp? Uh, completely. Like, I mean, throughout the five episodes... Just a rom-drom supernatural? Well, the thing, well no, like, I mean, it, not really rom. So they get either. rid of the rom as well. It's, so it's just, just a, a drama, dramatic supernatural dra- show. Dramatic horror supernatural episode. Because the first five episodes, they're funny, and there's, like, more drama that gets added on increasingly every episode. But the six episodes... What sort of drama, though? is jo- When does Josh Gad realize... When does Ma- it's Gary the very, very end of the second episode? So he realizes the same time you do, right? Because and the, he's okay with it. He well, he try no, to turn her in. no. In the third episode, he he is not okay with it. He's like he holding ex- up a knife to her because because <laughs> like she like comes out of the cage and she's like naked and he's like I I need to get out of here. But like the place is completely locked down. He he's not okay with it for a good like I'd say four episodes before at the does end. Does Emma episode. find out by the end? At the very very end, yeah. Mm. Um, and what was her reaction? Actually, we don't really hear her speak afterwards. That's the thing about the sixth episode is that, like, when the fifth episode ends, Gary, Emma, and Mary, they go camping. And then uh, the next morning, Gary tries the car, but the, I think he, like, either left the lights on or something because the battery is completely dead. So they've completely forgiven her, or Gary has. Yeah, by the end of the series. And he's like, I'm going to take you camping somewhere where there, we, no, there the, are no locks. Not only that, she's pregnant. Like, in the fifth episode, that's, that's... So, how much time has gone by? A couple months at this point. Like, okay. they reconcile at the very end of the fourth episode, and then they, like, start a relationship. And Emma, that's the main thing. Emma really, really likes Mary, yeah. like, whenever she's around. So, like, she's a lot happier, we see, during the episodes. Anyways, they, they try to get back home, but the car is completely... Uh, dead. dead. Battery. Yeah, and, dead. and there's going to be a full moon that night. Of course. So, at this point, Mary is freaking out, and Gary, like, decides to go up to the top of a mountain and give a call to, like, AAA, or I think they say the RAA or whatever. Yeah, and, it's Australia, I remember. Yeah, and they're, and it ends up being that they're, they're, they say that they're going to come at 3 or 4, but literally the next scene is the fact that it's, like, 5 o'clock at night, and at that point... You said the comedy was gone, though. That seems like a joke. Based on there, all workers never showing up on one, time. <laughs> there's one little line that uh, that Gary gives, like in the, after something horrific happens. That that's the only form of comedy that there is in this whole entire finale. What's the horrific thing that happens? 
Well, uh, Mary eats some campers. Mary has to, she just runs away. Yeah. And, and at this point, Emma doesn't know that Mary is still a wolf. They decide to keep that from her because they already dropped a bombshell to Emma that she's pregnant. You uh, said she looks like a wolf. Is she like stronger than a wolf? Or is it like a big wolf? I mean, is it, it like just, the gray wolf? It just seemed normal size. So I don't why think not just try, try to like tie her up with some rope? Because that won't work. And again, Emma doesn't know that why Mary is that a wolf. Work? Like, a wolf is strong, but I don't think it can get out of, like, a rope binding. Well, I mean, as the sun is saying down, she just takes off. And yeah. then Gary is like, okay, we're, we're just going to have to stay in the car. And how, how often does she run in the series? It's only whenever there's going to be a full moon. It's not like she just randomly takes off at all. In the trailer, she runs, like, three times. Well, well yeah. It's, like, in the first episode and the second episode, we see it the most. And then this episode, I think it was even a callback to the earlier episodes, she just takes off because she doesn't want her family. All right, family. so what's the horrific thing that happens? Well, two people end up showing about nowhere campers. yeah at the middle of the night i'm not sure if they're campers they they were they were strange they like try to get into the car that josh gad is in and they they're see werewolf emma hunters. they're not werewolf no, no, no. robbers they are robbers okay. but we're not trying we're not sure what they're trying to do like at first it seems like they're going to help maybe jumpstart the car but no these two people then like the doors are locked and they're trying to get into josh gad's car as emma and him are in it and he's like look look you guys have to get out of here you guys are about to die and they're like oh no like you know we're, we're not gonna fall for that or whatever and then it ends up being that like no they, so they deserve to die at least i mean yeah but josh gad wasn't trying to get them to- <laughs> you just see the blood splatter on the window or well like you that? see like you see a body like suddenly try to like get into the car and then yeah you see blood across the windows and i didn't understand there were two of them one of them is being attacked it really horrifically he's like help me help me as the wolf is hurting him i didn't understand why the other guy didn't get in the car right away and just drive off instead he's like what he like is trying to call out the other guy's name and then that's when we see that's when we see the wolf Okay, so what's the cliffhanger here? There's not really a cliffhanger because the two people end up dying and they use their they use the their So this card is like a limited series that that could be done now. Well, yeah, but I would want to see a second season. What would you want to see in the second season? Them trying to find a cure, them just trying to live their lives with the fact well, that I she's mean, a Well, I mean, there's still the question about the fact that she's pregnant, that Mary's pregnant. Oh, what's so what's going to come out? <laughs> yeah, because because that that's a question that is given in the 5th episode. She's like, if I'm pregnant and there's a small wolf that like comes out of me, I might end up like eating it if there's a full moon that night or whatever hmm. like and josh guys like well you know like that's just something we have to kind of deal with but no she's freaking out about it but yeah no and and so emma now knows that she's a wolf like everyone knows and they and they just end up driving back do you ship them as a couple or are they a good couple yeah, in fact, I think that the best thing about the show is just Josh Gad and Isla Fisher. Their like, performance? Their chemistry and their performance and just the characters in general, like, you actually care about them. It's not just like, oh, okay, he's a good guy because he has a daughter or whatever. It's like, no, like, the reason you watch it is because their chemistry and the way that they act is, like, really good. Mm-hmm. And are you buying the whole Josh Gad at 40 years old now transitioning from immature adult comedies into, like, more of the dad role? It was It was strange. I was trying to think about him in anything else but a comedy because he feels like an actor that mostly does comedy but maybe sometimes goes into drama but i couldn't think about any other thing that he's been that's like been dramatic at i don't all. think there has been very much but well, yeah he does feel like he's doing the jack black route where it's like he just <laughs> does the ridiculous stupid characters for so long and then suddenly he becomes like the sort of father right figure. like you don't see in this show the way that he acts you don't see the same character that you do in like something like avenue five or i'm sure the way he acts in pixels or what was that one like animal house about the white house that came out a couple yeah, Book of ago. Mormon, 1600 Penn yeah. Street. Like, or, or, he's done a lot of stupid comedies. <laughs> right, so like now I actually really like seeing him in like a dramatic role. And Isla Fisher. You know, they actually both did an episode of Curb Your Enthusiasm within the last two years. Were they years. both in it? 
Yeah, for one episode, not in the same episode. Oh, okay. Like, yeah, it was just yeah, <laughs> yeah. In fact, that was the last thing I'd seen him in, and so when I first saw him in this, I was like, because because you you're not sure if it's going to be a complete comedy, but when I saw the first scene of like the person breaking up with him, and she like gets she causes a real scene about it, mm-hmm. I was like, oh, it's just just going to be like kind of the same character that he plays in that, but no, like he he actually did really give a good performance. So, so. you like the twist? You like the whole point of the series? Yeah, you I'll think the supernatural actually, aspect added to it. Well, here's the thing about every single episode it's different in the sense where it's like most shows when it's like the basis of the show they'll give away what it's about in the first episode but no this i actually in the teaser trailer i really enjoyed seeing like you know the the, them like on the date and yeah the build-up about it in fact the first episode was one of my favorite things i have a list of uh of what order they're in but if there's maybe even one con about the show it's almost the fact that it's like although i think the show is very good it maybe doesn't reach the heights of the first episode really throughout so the, the whole first episode series. is always the best the first episode is the best but also it's not even when like the actual plot kicks in uh-huh so i was the so show. how would you rate them in order of like best to worst those episodes and the six of them i i'll say that because the finale was just complete horror i actually have the finale a little bit above the first episode which i know goes against what i was just kind of saying then the first episode and then but they're both worthy of a watch yeah yeah i think that you should definitely so it's watch the middle the series. part that lulls or well the, i then have the second episode because of the twist because i was like what okay. <laughs> like what oh can i explain how i found out the twist because oh, i was yeah. doing the research for this and my revelation came differently i watched the twist trailer there were a few hints in there that something weird was strange was going on then i started reading just the imdb user reviews it just the just the headlines because i could tell there was a big twist everybody was talking about there being a big twist and how you should just watch the show which i was like okay well i wonder how far i'm going to get before i realize what it is then someone compared it to santa clarita diet and i was Mm -hmm. like well that seems very different than what i just watched on that trailer why would they be saying that and then it was when someone (laughs) called the moon cross lovers that it kicked in and and I was like, oh, she's a werewolf. So that's why. So you didn't actually like see the scene or anything. You just read about it. Well, I read that thing. And then it took me those three things together because Santa Clarita Diet is about those right. two, that couple in the suburbs, um, Til- Timothy Oliphant and uh, Drew Barrymore um, trying to cover up the fact that she's turning into a zombie. <laughs> and then also the uh, the ending of the trailer has there being scratches on sort of where she's locking herself into. And so I was like, OK, well, all of that put together, plus the moon cross makes it pretty obvious that, that that's what's going on my question is is emma ever going to turn into a like was that ever a fear of josh gads was that she would accidentally I mean, get scratched the, or something that she would get scratched i mean the only chance that that would be is like mary is maybe a wolf and then bites her in that formation but except for the sixth episode she's always just placing herself in the locked room so i mean i can't really imagine that ever happening the bigger question is just is the baby that they have going to have the same genetic material it's all about the baby right at, at this point i mean that's the only question that's really left and then uh, to finish off my list episodes three and four yeah i feel like they can kind of be interchanged i think episode four is maybe above episode three just because of like a argument scene that i thought was well done in the beginning scene of episode four um one thing one like theme or i don't know if you can wait, wait can you just give the episodes in order real quick yeah, so yeah it, it's six one two like three and four are on the same level and then five okay so five being the worst yeah all right now say your point but one theme is that they're always running into each other literally and figuratively well yeah because in the first episode mary crashes in and that's when they get their first interaction and then mary later on goes to give emma the book and uh, josh gad and her get to talking and then the second episode when josh gad is on a random date um, that was a funny scene, but when he's on a random date, she literally runs into him with a hot cup of coffee, not realizing, like, it was just 
What, uh, at what point are they designated just a couple? So it's not strange that episode they're running four. into each other. Episode okay. four. But at the end of episode three, even like when uh, Josh Gad figures out and he's trying his hardest to get Emma and Mary to like not talk to each other. Mary is even like packing up her stuff and leaving because she's not sure if Josh Gad is going to say anything to anybody about it. Um, He ends up like, re- or she ends up, I guess, rear-ending him at mm-hmm. the very end of the episode. And so it's like, again? okay, yeah, yeah, again. Jeez. And that's where the funny part in episode she's four. She's just a bad driver. Well, at the very beginning, he's like, he's like, oh God, like I, you know i can't speak to her again and emma's like what are you doing like what, what are you about to do so he puts the car in drive but he's still like he was just parked so he like drives straight into an italian restaurant like and people are diving is this out like of the a way. joke because they're driving on a different side of the road because they're in australia right i mean i i didn't think about it that way but it's like it's and just that they're a, american it's okay. just the fact that it's like complete coincidence yeah. after coincidence like to the point where it's just insane <laughs> Does, if it was to remind you of any other shows what would they be because to me, hmm. just based off what I was reading, it reminds me of any sort of Rose MacGyver show where you got uh, uh, ghosts or yeah. eye zombie, like the things where it's... yeah, yeah, I, I can't, I can't, you know, I can't think of any right now, but yeah, like the the weird kind of like monster centric comedic the, show is the humor at all like no activity because that's also a stan original no no activity it's more like just a ton of funny conversations that take place uh here and then as the show progresses in this it's, it gets more dramatic so and what's your overall rating then i'd say for the full show probably an eight. Oh, it's cool. all eight. So eight out of I, I really enjoyed it i do think that people should check and it you'd out watch next season yeah it has a 7.4 on imdb which isn't bad mm-hmm. uh the overall impression is that it's a good genre blend and uh, the major criticisms is this, like, it takes place in Australia, but Fisher uses an American accent. accent yeah. She, and she yeah. is Australian, <laughs> so it's kind of weird. And people were talking about that. And also people really didn't like that. It's supposed to take place in Adelaide, but very evidently was filmed in New South Wales. So they could <laughs> recognize, mean, like, the landmarks and such. Yeah, one thing that, one thing that uh, Mary does in the show is she talks about, like, whenever she's having a problem, she, like, speaks out loud. Like, she's writing a letter and... And like she always says, "Dear Adelaide," and then she also provides the answer and like uh, speaking as Adelaide and she like, "Dear Mary." Yeah, so there's narration in mm-hmm. the show for like a couple scenes, but but yeah, so that's that's why it takes that's how I knew it takes place in Adelaide. Overall, was it unexpected or predictable? It was not predictable. Not predictable. <laughs> it was not it pre- subverted your expectations. Yeah, and and I I really enjoyed it. I think if you like the first episode, you should definitely check out the rest of the series, but also just check out the series anyways, because I think it's good. Okay, so we've mentioned Josh Gad enough. I do have a game for Isla Fisher. Uh, mm-hmm. We have four different things here, one of which is a lie, and you have so to So there's three one. truths. Three truths and a lie. Okay. Ready? Yeah. So Isla Fisher needed a running coach for this role, <laughs> or Isla Fisher played Shaggy's girlfriend in the 2002 Scooby-Doo movie, or... Lady Gaga once confused Amy Adams with Isla Fisher, or Isla Fisher with Amy Adams, or Isla Fisher had to turn down a Marvel project to be in this. Uh, oh, a Marvel project. Yeah. I'm going to go, because it sounds almost like a lie. Also, there's very little context to that one, that um, Lady Gaga confused Isla Fisher as Amy Adams. No, she went up to Isla Fisher and started complimenting her on her role in American Hustle. Well, that's semi-recent then, right? Yeah, and Amy Adams and Isla Fisher have always been confused, kind of like Anna Kendrick and Kate Mara. I wonder which one (laughs) gets confused more Mm -hmm. between those two. The one that's fake is the Marvel Project. I just thought that maybe 
you would think that it was like a TV show or something, so you'd believe that. Well, that's yeah. I was. But saying. she she played the girlfriend, Shaggy's girlfriend in Scooby Doo. Like I didn't even recognize her until I pulled up that picture and I was. Like, I mean, oh my God, I don't remember her. the Scooby Doo movie that well. That was so. like her first big role. Because <laughs> she was in. Wait, was she? And she actually did get a running coach for this show because she runs so poorly. <laughs> Well, I don't. And she's forty five years but old. But how? So like, but like, what does even a running coach do? I feel like she just is. ran very awkwardly, and they needed to film her running, <laughs> so they had a running coach come in there and kind of like reformat her style, I guess. But it does seem like one of those, um, like you you hire a physical trainer to get bulked up or something like Batman. You get the free like physical training to that. See, I thought that that one might be a lie because you were just talking about how much she runs in the teaser trailer. I was like, oh, that might just be like a, a joke that you're making. But yeah, okay. Yeah, and then uh, you did, was there a character named Jaden? There's this other family in the show, and I think Jaden might have been the husband for it. Okay, well, he's whoever Jaden is. He was played by Nash Egerton, who you should remember because that's not only Joel Egerton's brother, but also the stuntman who directed every single episode of Mister In Between. So, so we talked about him a lot from the Mister In Between. I mean, show. I get that, and he just has like I guess he he's also an actor, but he he played a role in this. Yeah, because I was gonna say I, one episode. I understand that they're Australian, but like it was just weird to see his name associated with this show as well. Right? Why he was in? Because I was like, oh yeah, I remember doing the research on this guy beforehand. But the last bit of research I have is on Abe Forsyth, who I said wrote, directed, and executively right. produced this series. He's already working on a second series for this, so it may get picked up again. Um, but it hasn't been green lately. No, but he's already like writing it out, you know? Okay. And uh, he worked with Gad already in the 2019 rom-drom zombie-com <laughs> Little Monsters. So that's how they knew each other. And then that's where he's like, I think Gad could play a more serious role. And I kind of want to see him do that. So then he gave the script to Gad. And then Gad was like, I don't want to do it because I have to leave my kids for a long time. And then he ended up really liking the script. So he went down there. And uh, apparently him and uh, Amy Adams get along really well. <laughs> so that's, well, that's how the show it was nice. It was nice finally seeing Josh Gad and not have him like screaming to like, try and get a laugh out of people. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. so you think you should play more roles like this? Uh, yeah, I wouldn't be opposed to it. Before we end the podcast, I do have some observations about the show. One, it's entirely reliant upon cringe humor. What type of cringe humor? Well, like, for example, in the second episode, uh, Josh Gad is on a date with uh, someone who he met on Bumble, but the person doesn't really know English so that well. So he's doing online dating. Yeah. And and when he's on the date, like, uh, he's teaching her, like, English words because she's just trying to practice her English. Um, and, and then he's like, and we are on a date. And then she doesn't want to say it because she, know she knows what that means, but she's, like, doesn't want to be on a date with Josh Gad. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> But she agreed. I don't understand. Why it was, she... But she was more just agreeing because she wanted to learn English. So like a tutoring thing. <laughs> yeah. Weird. And um and also yeah, as the episodes progress, it, the humor is more laced with the drama. Like uh-huh. they become more two and two as as. The Are there a lot of around. werewolf puns? No, thankfully, I'm not sure no, if I'd like to show it as much. No doggy was. humor. <laughs> no, and and also, you, like I guess this is for people that don't really know the twist. But at least when I was watching it, Mary completely like for the, for the first two episodes, she just continually runs away like all the time in like every situation. Whenever she's mean with Josh Gad, like the for, like the time when she comes to give the book to Emma, they end up having tea, and then she she runs away, mm-hmm. and then like she runs away later on, and like in Everyone's the second episode. The best way to see the show is to not know a thing about it before you jump into it. Yeah, I mean, it makes more sense once the twist is revealed, but it was just Do you think it would be better as a movie, though? 
Because it is the same length as like a really long movie. It's the same length, but I'm not sure if it would work as well because the episodes... The time, the time length that it It is more it. episodic in the sense where it's like they have to do one thing every single episode rather than just like, oh, this is cool, just cool. continual. Yeah. yeah. All right. Thanks for listening. We'll see you on the next episode. Hope you enjoyed this one. Bye. Bye.